I'm David Slater. Uh, I'm now uh, lead chaplain of the Port of Dover, chaplain to Channel Tunnel. Uh, Countywide, I'm also um, uh, secretary for Kent Workplace Mission, which, as it says on the tin, has chaplains in every work in lots of workplaces across the county. I'm also one of the, the leads for the Kent Emergency Chaplaincy Scheme, which, again, as it says on the tin, if things go nastily wrong, put chaplains where they're needed. And uh, again, 14 months ago at Christmas, um, we hit the national headlines doing just that. I think the role is always evolving. Um, a lot of workplace chaplaincy uh, used to be going into workplaces. Um, and um, as this is a theological discussion, uh, being there as an intentional presence, or as the people there are concerned, lurking with intent. And that change of language is important uh, because when you're in the workplace, they don't speak church. Um, but again, in the last year or so, a lot of the workplaces have been closed. Um, we haven't been able to go in, uh, but you're still meeting people at the smoking points outside um, because that's where the ministry is where the people are. Uh, there's been a number of cases, of course, where you're not sure if someone is working from home on furlough or left. Um, and uh, again, when people have left their work, um, either they, they have problems and their colleagues who are picking up the slack have problems. Uh, we keep some stats of roughly who we meet as, and, and deal with as uh, people on the ground. And, and I reckon 85% of our meetings are a casual chat. Nothing theological, nothing fancy. How are you? How's life? How'd the football team do yesterday? That sort of level. But unless you have that 85%, we call them type A interactions, basic level, you won't get the rest. You've got to, get, you've got to earn the trust before they'll say, my brother's got cancer. I really don't understand what's going on here. Help. And things like that. And they wouldn't think of going anywhere near a church to ask that question. For a member of clergy, they often, if they want to be pastoral, they think of sitting down, getting the backstory, metaphorically hand on the shoulder, walk the journey with someone, be with them. If you're in the workplace, particularly a travel workplace, or with their passengers, you haven't got that time. You don't get the backstory. You won't know what's happened next. You've got 10 minutes. That's the most important person in your life at that time. You have to have the faith that the Lord has planted something in their life. It may have been watered a few times. Your watering and support today is vital. You don't know what the words are going to be. They come. What happens next? If and when it blooms, you don't know, you very rarely, when you do know it suddenly surprises you, <laughs> but that's not my problem. I have the faith that God has put me here today with this person to talk, not necessarily obviously theologically sometimes, but I'm there today with them. What the Lord does with it, why, why I'm doing it, I have to separate from. Some, a couple of years ago, I was at a Christian event um, and someone come, comes up through the crowd and says, 
thank you so much for those words you gave me last year. And I'm thinking, who the heck was it and what on earth did I say? <laughs> because I didn't say it, the Lord said something. <laughs> um, but obviously it had been the right word to the right person at the right time. And, and you, uh, you feel good and slightly confused over that. <laughs> but um, uh, it's quite different to the normal uh, parish, build a relationship, be alongside people, um, you know, um, see them at the food bank, see, you know, build a relationship, chat to them next week, this sort of thing. Um, it can be quite different to that. So there are some in the workplace where you see them a number of times. Um, and you can build that relationship. Um, but again, if they come to that office from 20 miles in the opposite direction, and you've gone 15 miles to get to that workplace in the first place, then doing a lot of things outside the workplace is not easy. Uh, doing a lot of things in the workplace may be limited to tea breaks. But again, you that's a, the relationship you build, the follow-up, it, again, it's knowing what other churches and facilities are in the area. So I'm not going to get them to my church, but I might be able to put them in contact with an appropriate church in their area. Um, uh, and again, give them a name to ask for. Particularly with something like chaplaincy, it's something that anyone can do. Yes, I've done some courses. Um, yes, I've done some training. Yes, I lead some training now. Um, but... In fact, it's being with people and loving who you're with, even if you don't like them in some cases, but that's important. <laughs> Going out to the people who are in a place, but not in your church is what chaplaincy does. Mission Shaped Church, I think it was published about 97 uh, and a, a very interesting review nationally of uh, uh, you know, the church and how it fits into its mission as well. There's about 20% 20, uh, 20 of the population are de-churched closed. They've been there, done that, and been hurt and don't want to come back. Well, there's another 20% who are de-churched, open, give them a nice back to church Sunday welcome, they'll forget they were told to, they were sitting in the wrong seat or whatever. <laughs> but you've got 20% who are closed, been there, got the scars, do not want to come back to us which is one in five of every parish. And that's a scary statistic. And a number of clergy who I've talked to don't want to even conceive that that could happen. That there are people in their patch who not just are not coming, but actually won't come. Unfortunately, those people walk in just the same spiritual buffers, have the same spiritual accidents as everyone else, the rest of us. And the value of chaplaincy is to be there, to catch them, to build them up, to show them love. Mm -hmm.